Welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. I'm a mom, physician assistant, writer, and life coach. Two years ago, I was feeling stuck, restless, overwhelmed, and I felt like I wasn't where I was supposed to be, but I had no idea what that even meant. And the crazy part is my life had turned out pretty awesome, at least on paper, but I couldn't figure out what was wrong or why I felt out of alignment. A series of books and podcasts and conversations changed my life and revealed my next journey one step at a time. My purpose right now is to help you wake up to your soul's purpose by sharing conversations with amazing women who've walked in your shoes. Keep listening and the answers to your next step will come, I promise. We're all here for a reason, and I'll help you figure out what that is so you don't have to waste another minute sleepwalking through your life. I definitely don't have it all figured out, so I'll also share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. A friend of mine is a professional podcast editor, and one thing she told me was that, Hope, you need to put your little life coaching advertisements at the beginning of the podcast. People don't always make it through the whole podcast, and I think she's right. So here is my advertisement of me. So I do life coaching. What does that mean? It means that we meet up on Zoom, or if you live locally, we could meet up for coffee and I help you figure out why you're stuck, where you want to go, what you'd rather be doing. If you don't have a clue, but you just know you feel pretty meh, then reach out. It may be weird at first, and you may be like, I don't know, I've never even done therapy before. But this is not therapy. This is sort of helping you figure out how how you want your life's path to go. And if you don't know, we figure it out. So if you've been thinking about reaching out, then this message is for you. You can um, send me a DM, Coach Hope Cook, or you can email me, hope.cook at gmail.com, and we'll schedule a time to sit down and talk. I've also got group coaching coming up. So this is women only. We'll have between four and eight women, and you'll sort of go through this whole process together where I help you get clarity and discernment about what you want out of life and what you want your next step to be. So don't hesitate to reach out. This is the end of the commercial now. Hey y'all, today is 2222, if you didn't know. And I was getting all excited and thinking like, this is an amazing special day. And then I remembered there's going to be a 22222. But for the sake of argument, we're going to pretend like today is like highly unique. And it is because if you think about how often this comes around where you have like the month, the day and the year all be the same number, it's not very often. Like there was a um a 1111 or a 11111. There was um let's see, like 121212. 12. Um there's going to be a 3333, but that's not going to happen for 11 years. So I want you to like pen mark or what's it called bookmark this particular day and I want you to really think about it so if you happen to be listening to it tomorrow don't worry you can do this on 22222. but today is like a special day in history there is never going to be another February 2nd 2022 but if you think about it there's never going to be a February 1st 2022 
again, I mean, it happened yesterday. It's over. Dates aren't, you know, all that significant in and of themselves. But if you think about this day and the fact that there will never be another this day, it kind of makes you pause and, and just reflect on it a bit. If you're at work, you're probably like, whatever, what's, what, what's the point of this podcast? The point of this podcast is to stop and be present and to bookmark today, wherever you are, whatever day you're actually listening to this podcast. You know, I was thinking about when the next time this will happen, 3, 3, 33, and that's 11 years from now. So how old are you? And how old will you be in 11 years? I will be, holy cow, 55 years old which feels really old. If you're 55, I'm sure you don't feel really old and I'm sure you don't look really old, but when you're 11 years younger and you think about being 11 years older, that's a lot. So I was also thinking about when it was 11, 11, 11, that was 11 years ago. What were you doing 11 years ago? So take your age, subtract 11. I would have been 33. It was a Friday. I looked it up. I had a four-year-old and I was very pregnant, um, maybe like six or eight weeks away from having a baby. And I'm sure it was just an ordinary day. I probably ran errands because I got done at lunchtime. Maybe we had friends over. Maybe we just chilled at home. It would have been Friday night. So maybe we watched the University of Georgia band practice for the next day. But think about today. Is today going to be just an ordinary day or can you pause and look at your life? One time Chase and I went on a date and we hired a babysitter. And I remember we, we got done with our date early and we didn't have anywhere to go. So this may happen to some of you where you're like all excited. You get dressed up, you go out to eat. Maybe the wait staff is really on it and you finish much earlier than you thought you would. For whatever reason, you decide not to like go out and have a drink somewhere else, or maybe um, it's really, you know, cold and you don't want to go anywhere else. You just really want to go home and get in your bed, but you've already paid this babysitter. You've only been gone like an hour. So what do you do? But on this particular night, we went home and we had this bench in our backyard. And so it was still a little light, um, but it was getting dark. So we sat on the bench and we were just talking and we could see in our house. So we had these um, big double windows in our dining room and it looked out over the backyard. So we're sitting on this bench, the lights are on in the house and we can see the kids kind of like moving around and laughing and chasing each other. And it felt like such a special moment that we had this like outsider view of our house and our lives um, because when we're Im immersed in it we don't stop and think wow I really have it good I mean look at my kids they're amazing they're running around in there they're healthy you know we're just in the thick of it especially when our kids are little so I wanted today to just mark how life is passing you by so quickly and especially if you have kids they are going to be grown and out of the house before you know it. So I want you to really bookmark today or whatever day you're listening to this podcast and think about how you can make it memorable, how you can make it special. Um, when I woke up this morning, I had an entire day's worth of things I was going to do, including um, coach someone. I was going to run a few errands. I was going to do laundry. And then my daughter woke up and she's sick.
So luckily I don't have to find a substitute for work. I really can just stay home with her, which is such a blessing. And I found myself at first a little bit annoyed, like, ah, she's going to be here all day. I have to keep her entertained, which I don't, she's 10, but that was my first thought. And then I thought, this is so cool that I get to spend the whole day with her and she's not that sick. We know it's not COVID because she just had that three weeks ago. It's not strep throat. I already tested her for that. Um, it's just like a stuffy nose and their ears kind of hurt. And But how cool is it that we get to spend all day together? Do y'all remember ever having a sick day where you actually got to hang out with one of your parents? I mean, I would sometimes go to work with my dad and I remember playing under his desk and, you know, using his office supplies to pretend like I was a secretary. I don't know why I didn't pretend like I was the CEO or something, but instead I'm pretending like I'm a secretary. Um, so anyway, it could be a really cool memory in her memory bank. What are you going to do to make today special? I had an acquaintance of, this was probably seven years ago and her husband passed away. He was only 35 and he had a heart attack while he was at work and she never saw him again. So the last time she saw him, she said that he playfully like smacked her on the butt on his way out the door and kind of teased her about something. And I thought, you know, that's, that's actually not a bad last um, conversation or, or interaction with your spouse. Think about how many times you leave and you're feeling snarky or they've made some comment about the mess in the sink or whatever, or they just leave and you're in the shower and you don't even get to say goodbye. So think about all those little moments today. Think about when your kids see your face after they get out of school or when they get home and think about does your face light up or do you have like a furrowed brow and you're kind of stressed and you're like get your shoes off we have to go to the dentist or put your book bag on the hook put it on the hook sometimes we drop our kids off and we're just in survival mode you know maybe they've been screaming maybe they've been crying Maybe we're just like so focused on getting to work and getting our job done and getting through the day that we don't even pause and think about that this is this is a moment in history that will never be repeated. I was doing that the other day. I dropped my daughter off and we'd had kind of a rough morning and it was honestly a relief when I got to drive off by myself and just take a deep breath. Um and later I was listening to Oprah Winfrey's podcast with parents of a kid who died in the Sandy Hook elementary shooting. And it just hit me that like this is, is life is so precious and you just don't know when it's going to change in the blink of an eye. The mom talked about how um, she debated sending her son to school. He'd had the sniffles and she ended up you know, saying, well, he's, he's really not that sick. And they went to a coffee shop before school and she got him a cup of hot chocolate and they sat across from each other and just had a really good conversation. Um, and then that was the last real conversation she had with him. So I'm not trying to be all doom and gloom, but I do want you to take notice of today. The reason I encourage you to journal so often is because that is a point where you can hear God. You can get divine downloads and you can call it God. You can call it the universe. Um, maybe it's your inner self. Maybe it's God within you, whatever it is. You're just 
not able to stop and listen when you're going through your daily life. And I meditate, but I have a really hard time quieting my mind. I mean, I'll sit there for 20 minutes and my mind is jumping around like a monkey. Um, So when you journal, you're giving your brain something to do and you're also connecting with your subconscious, which may be God within. Um, You're able to get those divine downloads like no other time. Some people are able to do it when they're walking through nature. Other people, it's when they're sitting in church or praying. For me, it's journaling. So if you haven't tried journaling, I strongly encourage you to do that. So periodically, I'll give you writing prompts. And I want you to, um, even if you can't do it while you're driving, do it every morning. Do it before you get started on your day. I try to write a thousand words before I even open my email. That does not always happen, but that's my goal every day. And if you just let your brain, if you just write, write, write without thinking about it, then you're going to, you're going to surprise yourself with all the things that, that have been sort of buried down, that you've squashed down because you've been busy with your day and they're sort of going to bubble up to the surface. All right. So here's your homework. I want you to think ahead to 2033. So that's 11 years from now. It'll be in March. And I want you to write a journal entry as if it's already that day, 3333. I did this um, when I was 38. I do it periodically, but I found an entry recently from when I was 38 and I wrote it as if it were 10 years later. So I was like, oh my gosh, OMG, I'm almost 50. Um, But I wrote out, you know, exactly where I was working, what I was doing, the trips that I was going on and planning for and what my kids were doing and how we were spending time together. And I wrote about my relationship with my husband and so much of it has come true. I mean, you will be shocked if you do this exercise. I can promise you if I'm still doing a podcast in 10 years, I'll let you be on the podcast and you can read your journal entry and tell me how many of those things come true. So you have to know where you are right now. So two, 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 this is where you are. So write out today where you are. What do you love about where you are right now? What do you wish was different? Um, And then write out what you want life to be like in 11 years. And then I want you to also spend some time reflecting on where you were 1-11-11. And I know you don't know where you were, but think back. You can use, you know, your job or your kids' ages, something to help you think back to 2011 and sort of figure out where you were. What did you think life would be like 11 years later? What did you hope for? What turned out okay and what turned out completely different than the way you wanted it to? I mean, we could just take your health, for example. Um, You know, I had a patient this week and she, I haven't seen her in about five years, and she was asking me about a pneumonia vaccine. And I told her, we don't really do that. But she said, well, how long? I just got mine. How long until I need my next one? And I said, I think it's 10 years. And she's, without me missing a beat, said, oh, good. I won't be alive then. And I was like, what? How old are you? And she goes, honey, I'm already 72 years old. And I said, and? 72 is not old. My mom is 71 and she can still do a backbend. I didn't tell her that though. And um, and she was like, I, I'm not going to be alive in 72. I mean, in 10 years, I'll be 82 if I'm alive. 
And I wanted to say you've got another two decades in you at least if you want it to. So, you know, if it all depends on how much you want. Do you want to be alive in 10 years? You know, they did a study on patients going into surgery and they found that the patient's will to live played a huge role in outcome. If the patient's did not want to be alive, if they were sort of not optimistic about life, they said, you know, I I don't know if I want to be here a year from now. They weren't suicidal or anything. They just didn't have a positive outlook on life or on their health, and they didn't have a lot of purpose. Those patients' outcomes after surgery was dismal. They were much more likely to die during surgery or in the weeks after surgery. You know, my grandma lived to be 104 years old and you would think, what purpose could you possibly have at 104 when you're stuck at home with an aide and you're using a walker to get around? You have to have help to go to the bathroom. You can't see very well. You can't hear very well. But she would say, Lord, I'm just grateful to be alive. You know, and she would say that all the time. I'm just grateful for every day the Lord's given me. And she would knit washcloths. So she sat there and she would knit her crochet. I can't remember which one it was, but she would make these little dishcloths. And she would say, this is my purpose and I can pray. I can always pray for people, which is true. Even if you lose your vision and your hearing and everything about you, you can still pray for people. So she considered that her purpose, which I think is why she lived to be 104. And the funny thing is, I went to Honduras a few years ago and her church had also gone on the same mission trip. And the ladies in her church, apparently Granny had knitted so many of these washcloths and dish rags that they took them to Honduras. And I think they were thinking that they were going to be used to as as washcloths or dishcloths. But instead, the people um, used them to clean their computer screens. <laughs> so each computer had a little stack of Granny's washcloths next to them. And um, so anyway, her purpose did get carried out. But my point is that you need to think about it now. You need to think about today, today, Think about where you are, where you've been, and where you want to go. And you need to think about the future. Don't just keep your head down and walk around in autopilot. Like, open your eyes. This is this is what I feel like my purpose on earth is, to help people, especially women, especially moms who are where I was a few years ago, sort of wake up and look around you and, you know, you can't see the forest for the trees. You're just in the thick of it. You don't even know where you are. You just know that you're, you don't see a path. If you do see a path, you're like, I don't know if I want to be on this path. I don't know where I want to be, but it just doesn't feel right right now. And so I have done a lot of work myself to help get clarity and figure out what the next right step is. If you would like help with that, please send me a DM, Coach Hope Cook, or you can send me an old-fashioned email. I love hearing from y'all. It's hope.cook at gmail.com. All right, I'll talk to y'all next week. Thank y'all for listening. It was so much fun talking to you today. 
All right, if you are ready to make some major changes in your life, if you're at the point where you are sick and tired of feeling stuck and directionless and you really don't know what to do next or where to go, maybe it's time we had a little chat. So I have it set up on my website. You can schedule a free 30-minute discovery call and we'll sit down and decide if we're a good fit. Maybe you'd prefer group coaching. Maybe you need one-on-one coaching or maybe you just want to talk and and say hello. So go on over to my website. It's coachhopecook.com. That's H-O-P-E-C-O-O-K.com and schedule the free discovery call. And I can't wait to talk to you. So See you next week, and hopefully I'll talk to some of you before that.